0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Tiny Shudder. This year has been crazy, to say the least. And uh, what better way to talk about this year end than with the iPhone photography podcast host, Greg McMillan. How's it going, Greg? Not too bad. How about you? I'm doing all right, man. Did I say that Good. name right? I'm always like ready to say artful eye. Uh, yeah, no, Iphone- it's it's the Iphonography podcast. iPhoneography podcast. Yeah, and uh, that, that's the name that, that you—that's the name that you talked me into. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, now <laughs> I have to remember that I. <laughs> 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 um, by the way, uh, links. If you're watching this on iTunes, uh, you know the the links to Greg's podcast is going to be in the show notes. If you're watching this on YouTube, it's going to be down below definitely check out the podcast because it is awesome. And you do that with Dave Podner. Yes. Yeah.
1: yeah. And it's a, it's a lot of fun and, uh, um, and you, you'll, you'll be back on, it you know sometimes. So oh uh, yeah, without a doubt
0: the, the I, yeah. I am ready to uh, after this holiday season, jump in, yeah. and, uh, go over it. And the, the moment they drop the Apple raw, you could, bet your lucky stars I will be on there to to chat with oh, you yeah. about that. Yep. That, is, that is something that I just can't wait for.
1: Yeah, um, I, I got this little voice inside my head that's like, like a little kid and it said, put in the beta, put in the beta, put in the beta. and I resisted it for so long. It's a new phone, right? The 12, yeah. 12 Pro Max. It's a new phone and I wasn't sure if I wanted to fool around with a beta or not, but Uh, I put it in so I could try Apple Pro Raw. Oh, did you? I did.
0: All right. Yeah. So let (laughs) us, before we, so this this episode is going to be dedicated to talking about our best of 2020, which is an ironic statement to to say the least. Yeah. But, (laughs) But we are going to talk about our favorite apps of this year. Uh that pertain to photography and iphonography and editing photos and video uh, we're going to talk about any kind of hardware that really appealed to us and you know anything else that comes to mind that that really helped us with with uh, iPhone video or iPhone photography. but before we get into that. You gotta spill the beans. What do you think of uh, Apple <laughs> Apple Raw? Are you allowed to talk about that?
1: Oh yeah, well, it's it's a public beta, so um, uh, it's actually pretty cool. Um, yeah. It it now you know this is only for the 12 Pro camera uh, like phones, the 12 yes. Pro and 12 Pro Max,
0: the Pro series. Um,
1: so unfortunately, anyone with an 11 Pro or even just the iPhone 12 and 12 Mini. Uh, I don't believe they can um, use this feature, uh, but it's uh, okay. So long and short of what Apple Pro is, is it's it's a DNG file, which is the um, like a generic raw file that that Adobe made the DNG format.
0: Digital and negative.
1: Yes, and Apple has been able to infuse. Um, deep fusion, uh, even night mode uh, and um, smart HDR. Some of those aspects are infused into this raw file. So the raw file is still completely um, workable like a normal raw file would be. Uh, The only way that you can do an edit or process the Adobe raw file at this point is through the Photos app. Um, what I've found is when I take a photo with a with um, Apple Pro Apple Pro Raw, uh, I go to my camera roll and there'll be a, in the up, top left corner. There's a little tag that says Raw. Yep. Now, as soon as I start editing it, like I, I go to the edit section, which is just like it is for any photo. Uh, you could start. You know, you could hit the um, uh, what's that? The first button to optimize it or whatever automatically, yeah. uh, or you can start playing with all the different other things like brilliance and everything right down the line until you hit vignette. And as soon as you start doing that, then I believe it's going to become a JPEG. Well, it does. It becomes a JPEG when you hit the save button. Yep. Um, you can revert it back to the original Pro RAW if you want. So, I took some photos of. We had some fresh snow here, and um, I thought, okay, the, the next day was nice and sunny. So, I thought, oh, nothing better than taking some nice pictures of fresh fallen snow on a sunny day. So, I managed to get out and take some, and there was one in particular that I really liked. And when I took the photo, the sun was shining through these leafless trees casting a shadow on this fresh snow in the foreground. Um, let me see if I can pull it up real quick and I'll just hold it up in front of the camera. We can do screen share, but that might just take a little too long. Um, it is incredible how this camera in the 12 Pro Max that I have. Um,
0: Send it, the photo too so that I can, if you're watching this on the YouTube, Portion of this, Uh, I'll I'll do an overlay at this point.
1: Yeah. Okay. So this is this is the raw. As you can see in the top corner, there it says raw.
0: Yep. And
1: this is the image. And you as you can see, I was shooting into the sun. Yeah. But look at the detail that is retained throughout the shadow areas. I know it's hard to tell looking at here, but when when I when this comes out on YouTube, you'll be able to see. what I'm talking about but that's that's the uh the smart hdr and and all that stuff i mean the detail that's in the snow all that stuff is going to be it's, it's just incredible how it turns out um gosh it, i can i i it just blows my mind
0: <laughs> yeah it it's it's absolutely crazy like how much detail uh they they, they can provide um, yeah so and I'm curious I'm, to see that myself uh, now
1: I'm sending you that right now, Mark, but I think it's going to come through as a JPEG.
0: that's fine, and uh, eventually they need to be jPEGs uh, they need to be converted um, yeah but I think yeah, you posted so this on uh, I put it on Instagram,
1: and uh, I think I put it in the uh, tiny shutter Facebook group as well.
0: So let me do something here. And I know this is going to be riveting. I'm going to share my screen. Let's go share the desktop. There it is. Yep. So you get to see. So this is a photo that I shared uh, a, a while ago. And I loved the way the clouds were going. Um, this was taken with night mode. Oh, uh, yeah. I the, the trees are a bit weird in, in these photos. Like, I Apple really does a great job. But I think it does a little too much. And let mm. me just see if I could... Like, this is a night mode of my dog who doesn't sit wow. still for anything. And I think yeah. it did a super job uh, of capturing this in what was only lit by my Christmas tree. Holy, um, really? Yeah, I was really surprised. And then I tried to get the both dogs in front of the Christmas tree. It didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> like, the light from the tree was giving off too much that I couldn't instigate uh night mode again. Yeah, yeah. But my god, like the detail on my dog, whatever computational photography that is happening here, I'm yeah. super impressed with. It's uh it is not as good as a regular photo, but it's a good stylized photo that I like it nonetheless. Like yeah it's it's kind of like Taking a photo with like a a, a a specialized camera that produces crazy results, like lamography mm-hmm. or something like that. It just you you're expecting these kinds of results. This is yeah. kind of akin to that, and I love it. I absolutely love this photo. Um, and again, I just popped out my iPhone and just quickly did a snapshot. And my dog moved her head back and forth a couple times, but whatever computational photography was involved in taking the shot was able to free get a frozen image still yeah like, just
1: complete like, magic if, now if you look at the exif data on that image you'll see that it was um it, it you, like okay ten, a night mode shot tends to be like 3 seconds yes but you'll see the exif data will likely say it was like a half second yep so I think it's taking a half second exposure, and it's taking the three seconds to do its magic, because as you as you know, it gets lighter and lighter and lighter until the final th- image is done. Yeah, and uh, you know, having the stabilization built into the body of the phone now on that wide camera that that just helps it so much, uh, you know, makes it so much clearer and sharper and. And you know, the night mode I think is putting in the deep fusion and and whatnot into a, right into the file now too. So I, and I don't know what if it did it before or not, like in the 11s, but it's definitely doing it in the 12s, I think.
0: Yeah, let me photos. share one more photo here. This is unprocessed, um, and again, it's using the the uh, you know the night mode, mm-hmm. like. Trees, like this side is a little soft on the right side and on the left side. Yeah. But the trees in the front are almost a little bit too sharp. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if there was, there, there was definitely wind involved. So because the, oh, yeah. The, yeah. the clouds were doing something crazy funky. And I think this is the primary thing I needed to photograph, make sure I got this train of clouds going mm-hmm. by, which I think, it did the job quite nicely. In fact, it got some of the stars, which I'm quite surprised. Yeah. With. Um. I guess. Long story short, I am really curious to see what RAW will be able to provide because I think for some photos, I would like to be able to tone down the sharpness the iPhone uh, the iPhone's algorithm produces. Like if I can soften yeah. the photo just a smidge like it's kind of weird to say that you know i'm complaining about a photo being too sharp (laughs) yeah it's too much in focus i need to to pull it back a bit um right but being able to kind of work with that in the the apple raw is going to be really interesting and yeah like so right now you're only able to no other app is able to do it. Halide isn't able to use like with raw power. You can't do it. They're going to be
1: able to use uh, the pro raw. Um, once it's, uh, once pro raw goes public, I know they're working on it. Yeah. Um, They said that they are going to have pro raw built in. So there will be a new release of, um, of halide and, uh, yeah, I can't wait to try it with that camera because of the manual control that you can have with it.
0: The manual control, the the instant RAW with Halide. Um, I mean, there there's several options, and then RAW power you're able to do just full on editing with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So wow, that's awesome. So thank you for that little bit of a sneak peek into Apple RAW.
1: Um,
0: yeah. Yeah. Uh, I will also
1: send you a, I'm also going to send you um, an image that I took in raw at night. Uh, Let me see here. Let me see. One second. I believe this was a night mode shot. And again, it's probably going to come through as a JPEG to you, but um, it was a raw file and it was at at night uh, of a, of a building that's downtown in my local town here. And it was um, just lit by streetlights. But the way it came through, like,
0: wow. Like, it's crazy. It is remarkable. Uh, And I, I see it here. Hang on for a second. I am going to share this. There we go. So this is really nice. This is showing great detail uh, the, yeah. i mean this the the farmer's market wall that is completely lit um, yeah but you're seeing yeah. the shadows in, in the side portion you're seeing nice color in the street lights uh, a nice variation between the 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 street light warm tone and the complete red lights of uh, mm-hmm. the, the the stoplight and the brake lights. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I am really impressed (laughs) with um, night mode. Night mode has become like, like just looking at it on, on your Apple device is amazing. Looking at it on a computer screen is amazing to, to think how you took that photo I, I would say that night mode is a good Apple stylized photo. Um, yeah, it is. It it kind of has its own mark to it, like its own filter to it. Uh, filter isn't the right word to use. I want to say it has its own film quality to it. Uh, yeah, yeah, kind of I'm like a Fujifilm film simulation it has its own mm-hmm. style its, own, it's it it shows detail in a way that's only akin to apple yeah
1: um yeah.
0: which is okay i i think that's fine i think that's awesome and you know it's i, I can't I, again i can't wait to see what we could do with uh yeah yeah yeah
1: it, it's just raw. a real cool bit of technology that's that's <laughs> That you know, yes. kind of sums it up right there. Okay. And, uh, it, it's going to be really fun to see what everybody else can do with it, you know, once yeah. it comes out.
0: That's going to be the real treasure is the uh, how everybody else can interpret it. Yeah. Um, and we'll be able to see how, you know, how other kids, like maybe that Apple look is, will be different than in, in other apps. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Now I should say too that um like I, I said before that the only app that you can actually process that Apple Pro Raw file in is photos. I took those those fi- I took some of those pictures and put them in like Lumabee and a dark room. And what you get is the original raw file, like in its original raw state. It yep. doesn't have the deep fusion and smart HDR baked into it. So you know that's um that's going to be up to those developers of these apps to be able to work on those, um, yeah, those
0: files. So, gotcha. So more to come on that. Um, all right. Yep. So let's, let's go into, I mean, I, I wish I had fanfare. I wish I had graphics. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, let's talk about 2020 and, and all the apps that came out. Um, we'll go right into the big one. Uh, the, 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 the granddaddy, the, the best picture. Um, <laughs> what do you <laughs> think is the best? And I think we're going to be a, the same uh, on this one, but what do you think is your best camera app that, that, uh, of 2020? I got to go with,
1: okay, let me give you, um, A couple of runner ups. Yep. And then I'll, then I'll give you the big one. Okay. Well, film it first light is an amazing camera app. Yes. It is. uh, I did a review on it and I put it on my medium page. And to this day, I'm still getting people looking at it. Yeah. Um, And I also did a a year ago.
0: Yeah. Um, I also did a review on that and I'll have it linked in here as well. Right, Um, Um, But what I like
1: about first light is you can get the look you want before you even take the shot. You know, that's, you know, adding green to it, if you like different film simulations, um, add a vignette, all that stuff. You get, you can get a a live preview of that before you snap the shot. So that's, that's why that's on my list. Um, What else was there? I had some apps set aside here. Oh, well, slow shutter. I mean, that's a tried and true. Oh, definitely. I mean, I don't know how long they've been out, but every year it gets a good bunch of usage on my phones. I wouldn't put them um, in the
0: best camera, though, um, I, they're, they're, because they are specialized for a slow shutter. Um, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Okay, we'll, I'll give you that. Yeah, we'll put them into their own category uh, for another yeah.
1: thing. So but. I'll just jump right to the... Right to my favorite, um, what I think is the best camera app, and that's got to be Halide Mark II. Um, yes, it's it's uh, it's there's only a three person team working on that thing, and what they do with it is just absolutely amazing. I mean, and it helps with Sebastian DeWitt being um, a photographer, who you know he works with Leica stuff, and um, I mean he he's a photographer as as much of a photographer as he as he is a guy who writes code um, yeah but he's also really big on design so the aesthetics of the app are amazing um, the technology that they that they use to get everything they can out of the camera system on the iPhone is really good
0: um, very dedicated uh, they yeah, are definitely the when you read their blog which I, I I love if you're into the process of uh, you know, the, the guts behind the camera, that is something to, to read up on because it just shows just how much effort they're putting into this. And that's, they are no slouches. They are going through the, the guts and the, you know, the, the, the processes of the iPhone and making it work on the yeah. system and yeah. it, amazing
1: and just a testament to how much they do that um renee Ritchie interviewed sebastian dewitt uh about a week or two ago about the the camera that's on the 12 pro max and you know the larger sensor bigger pixels um in body image stabilization and sebastian kind of let it out that they're going to be they're working on putting in um, their exposure algorithms that are going to lean a little more, if for the for, I, I believe it's for the raw, yeah. a little more toward the longer exposure side because the camera... It makes sense. It. ...stabilization. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, and, and that'll give you, you know, it might go from, you know, you might be taking a, a second exposure. Well, that might now become like a one fifteenth. Or whatever like I'm just pulling numbers out of my head here um, but but that's going to give you a little less noise Yep. and uh, and for their raw files he's, he likes to put the he likes natural noise not the um, you know the stuff that the processed images do that that come out of the camera but yeah um, but yeah it's it's that's just just a little tidbit of how much attention to detail they focus on in their camera and, and they don't put no digital Zoom in because, you know, that's just, in their mind, that's wrong. You know, you want to Zoom, move your feet.
0: <laughs> I, I, to some degree, I, I, I agree. But I have found that the digital Zoom, to a certain point, is okay on the iPhone. Um, yeah. As of late, yes. Yeah. You know, earlier days, no, not so much. No, 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 I agree with you there but yeah yeah, it's it's hit or miss and there there are certain times when it's appropriate certain times it's not like right now would be inappropriate if i opened this on camera so like (laughs) oh that's so inappropriate um i needed to find an excuse to open this because my throat is killing me (laughs) that's that's pretty post nasal (laughs) drip and like allergies and all that um uh it just post nasal drip. I assure you guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, yeah. It, I mean, there's there's a time and place, and, and there's plenty of time and places where it's not appropriate for that digital zoom, the the, the crop. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, like, I gotta agree with you. That's that's my number one pick too. Um, I also love First Light. That was. Uh, a great camera, and of course, my all-purpose camera app is Camera Plus Two, uh, yeah. which is a great all-around camera for regular photography, um, macro photography. Uh, the it's a, it's kind of like a digital's. It, it's a simulation of a macro where it's using the digital yeah. and, and like, mm-hmm.
1: but it it's does it great. So well. if,
0: it does it so well. And it, if you don't have a lens, that's a great way to see if you like to do macro photography on your iPhone. So yeah, highly recommend camera plus two just for that. Um But it does slow shutter. It does uh so many other things. It, it's awesome. Uh, so they will always be uh on my camera. Mm-hmm. That, that is always there but right there equal to them is halide mark ii and i'm not a big fan of raw uh, photography right now uh right I, until i see apple apple raw uh you know the that jury's out but right now camera raw on the iphone is just something that doesn't interest me because i like being able to have the minimum amount of editing work on the iPhone. Yeah. And and I, it just kind of, uh, I don't want to say I'm a purist in, in that, like, you know, what you see is what you get. Right. But I just don't like to do a lot of editing on the iPhone. Um, it's yeah. not what I like, like, like the whole, if I wanted to do major editing, I would bust out my Fuji cameras for that. Um, yeah. So the you're not alone. I mean, Jack Hollingsworth yeah. is, is the same way. Like he, I think
1: he's eager to try Adobe, or uh, I keep saying Adobe, uh, Apple <laughs> Pro Raw. I think he's mm-hmm. as eager to try that as anybody, um, but he's very like shoot, 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 not so much edit. He, he doesn't yeah. want to edit. He, he does want to spend time doing that, and, and that's fine, but I think you're going to really like Apple Pro Raw because here's... It does, it's not going to take a lot of editing.
0: Right. So here's what I do like about Halide is that if you want to take advantage of like their own, to to put it in a way, the the film simulation kind of thing, you have that instant raw that kind of does a, it's like a a raw version of the magic wand where it does its own processing. It, it, It does the basics of, uh getting that uh adjusting the highlights and the shadows just right and provides that kind of simulated film grain that that they love so much that I love so much as well. Um that's pretty cool and I do enjoy playing with that. So they got me in, in that respect. <laughs> but there's yeah. one other thing that annoyed me at first and maybe I'll throw a little simulation cuz i'm just looking at my phone here but they have uh it really uses the haptics of the phone in, in a smart way where if you're trying to level your phone they oh, have yeah. Yeah. if you're using the grid you're 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 able to use that center square as mm-hmm. your level and it will give you a haptic feedback a very subtle haptic feedback to say that your camera is level and when you're trying to do something really quick, and you're trying to just shoot at the hip, you know, being able to just feel when that camera's level and then take your shot, mm-hmm. is really nice. Um, yeah. So they, they have that ergonomics uh, that that is nice, and and, and I enjoyed that. Uh, so yeah, they uh, attention to detail. Yes, absolutely. And, yeah. and just further further to that point
1: about attention to detail, their um, Instant Raw feature yep. is different for each model of phone. Yes. Because it takes advantage of that specific phone's abilities. Like it, it uses the machine learning to realize okay this phone was taken on an iphone 10 mm-hmm. and we're going to optimize this in instant raw based on what that
0: phone's capable of doing yes it's just it's just genius it's just pure genius <laughs> that is a lot of legwork because you are you have to differentiate the the capabilities of each phone and code that into the app uh, yeah which all in all it Because you're in the iOS ecosystem, it's not that bad. But, man, imagine if that was Android, where you have to do it for each (laughs) each Android. Well,
1: that's why Moment stopped developing their app for Android, because there was
0: too many variables, too Too much to keep up with. Yeah. Yeah. Pour one out for uh, Android. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. but uh, so yeah, we're both in agreement. I knew we would be in agreement with uh, with, with Halide. Yeah. Uh, they and I got
1: Camera Plus Two on my phone too. I, I keep it on there. I may not use it much, but I keep it on there because um, one thing that really um, that I really like about Camera Plus Two is the when you're in full manual and you're doing like long uh, like long shutter stuff, you can dial the ISO down so low that you can get them beautiful 30 second picture in the dark with no noise yes it's just amazing it's amazing it's one of the one of my favorite features of that app
0: it's we're we're to the point where like like when we talk about these apps and like which one's better which one's worse like we don't need to have that discussion i don't think because we can have both because we're all using the same camera and mm-hmm. and so we can, like, there are days where I will use Camera Plus 2 just because I feel like using Camera Plus 2. Like, even though Halide, uh, for example, might be the best app to use, I just don't want to use it today. Like, it, yeah, I, there's yeah. no rhyme or reason to it. It just, mm-hmm. like, that layout speaks to me and you know and i I, I will use it so like for me right now my holy trinity is for for regular photography apps is halide camera plus two and the native camera app yeah for slow shutter cam cameras just to kind of give you my holy trinity there is slow shutter cam um specter and Mm -hmm. camera plus two though that's that those are my holy trinities um i'm with you on that one too (laughs) yeah and like it just for like photo editing i have uh uh, like my three that i use it's yeah it's it's my own ocds in there but um but yeah we we get to you we get to have all these tools on the same app and if we don't like the results of one app, you know, hey, let's just jump on the other, see what it can do. Maybe it'll yeah. interpret it differently. So, yeah,
1: yeah, that's right. And you know, some some of it has to do with a bit of muscle memory. You know, yes. if, you're, if you're used to using Camera Plus two and you know exactly what you want, where you where to find it, and how you want to get to it, and, and if it's easy and quick, bang, that's the one you're going to go to.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, that is, that is a big factor too. Um, yeah. So awesome. So we got ourselves the best camera app in 2020, Halide Mark II. Um, mm-hmm. We'll send them their award later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I'll give them their piece of paper that says you're number one. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, so for video, do you have uh, your top... In there, um, we were probably going to agree on this too. Um,
1: for shooting video, uh, I'm, I'm, I find I'm drawn a lot to just the native camera for that. Yep. Um, just because it's easy to use, and but for more uh, specialized work, then it's the Filmic it Pro. Um, now that with filmic pro it, it has the ability to shoot in dolby vision uh, on the 12 pro and 12 pro max um i mean it's what it's capable of you can do some pretty good video work with that um yeah. and and then and even you might you know might as well throw double take in there because if you want to shoot say front and back cameras at the same time um like cielo de la paz has has done that um she just did a, a, a recent video on her YouTube channel uh, where she's shooting with the, I think what it is, is it's, can you vlog with a 12 pro max, you know, with the size of it and everything else. Right. And she shows a lot of stuff that she does with it and, you know, front and back video at the same time. Um, there was these birds on the, on the beach and she wanted to catch them, taking off like a whole flock of them. And it was, she was waiting and waiting and waiting and, she was using double take and she was shooting both cameras at the same time when they took off. So you got not only the birds taken off, but her reaction yeah. after waiting all that time. So, I mean, that's, it's a great feature for, for doing video. Um, so I would have to say native camera and um, Filmic pro for shooting and for editing. Um,
0: well, we'll get into the editing after.
1: Okay. Okay. You, you go ahead and give us yours. Uh, your, your, so, your picks for shooting
0: this is where we're going to be different um i like filmic pro that is a great professional app that that can you can dig into the the nuts and bolts of uh of your video file the vlog and all that stuff mm-hmm I don't like playing with raw photos. I don't like playing with Vlog. <laughs> that's just not okay, my Okay.
1: That's that's fair. Yep.
0: I will say the native camera app, I used that this year. Uh when, when I did my um my my first impressions of the iPhone. And and I'll have that link up here. And I specifically used the uh, native camera app just to do all of that and i have to say the 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 hdr video blows my mind the the yeah. the what's it called the dolby visuals dolby vision dolby yeah. vision just amazing like i think when i exported the video to my mac they came out looking overblown they were overexposed until i brought them into iMovie uh yes unfortunately i use iMovie sorry (laughs) i do too um but iMovie was able to recognize the HDR and it brought the video looking good again um so i guess some some programs are can take advantage of it in reading the HDR some can't. I, I don't know enough about it to, to know if that's true or not. But I do like the 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 HDR and, and, and Dolby visuals. Mm-hmm. It's just it, it's amazing, and, and it, yeah. all that is possible because of the 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 new sensors in the 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 camera and the front facing it for the first time i am impressed with the front facing camera yeah. finally so yep. <laughs> being able to do video on the front works and and it and it was usable it was great um mm-hmm. that being said my best app for this year has to go to the makers of camera plus two and that's the app called record uh or rec it's it's rec oh yeah they made a great if you love camera plus two then this will be a very familiar app to use and it's if you want to use something a little bit more professional it's a great app to use like it's between the native camera app and filmic pro so it's not quite filmic pro but then again you don't have to dig around with a lot of the things inside like some if filmic pro is a little bit too much for somebody or don't want to set everything up and you know all that craziness this record app is probably going to be up your alley because it's it's Filmic Pro Light in comparison. Um, it's it's great in that you get to very quickly set up your your, your dimensions and how you want to record. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it will take advantage of the HDR video. Okay, you get good. to. You get to uh, have your audio set up, you know, be able to read from different microphones. It's, it's, it's very, it's very nice and very quick to, to, to use. And yeah, I was just looking at it on the app store there and it looks pretty impressive. It's Uh really impressive. And I think I've been, (laughs) (laughs) so I definitely (laughs) recommend it. So that's, that's my choice. Um, and, and yeah, I am going to have a video on it um, uh, soon. Um, I just need to find the time to actually go and record. Uh, right but that is my my pick. Uh, they They have done uh, a great job in making Camera plus two uh, the, I think that came out a couple of years ago now. Uh, man yeah. time time escapes me right now, but this app is awesome. And I think it deserves recognition. Uh, yeah, that that looks pretty
1: really cool. Like it's six ninety nine for me in Canada to buy that app. Yep, but that that could be money well spent because it totally. looks like it's just looking at the um, you know the uh, the design of it and the screen layout and whatnot. It looks like it's very well done.
0: Very yeah. well done. And if you're already like for me, like you were just mentioning, uh, just having that muscle memory in Camera Plus two, mm-hmm. just translates to to this one and it's you know i'm just boom 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 i got my camera set i get
1: to record that's good design that that's right that's good design right there
0: yep yeah and uh that's cool yeah so i i don't use filmic pro all that often anymore uh again i just don't really care for going into that big design um i want something that's intuitive uh because I, I, I mean, I, I know I could be doing more, but I don't want to be doing more right now. It's yeah, more, yeah. I want to focus on the things that I enjoy. And video is uh, more of that. You know, I, I love the composition of video, I don't like the nitty gritty and details behind it. So I am trusting the software and the hardware to handle that for me. And yeah. in this case, uh, record does a great job in handling that using the yeah, guts yeah. of the iPhone.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So is there any
1: editing features in that app like there is in Camera Plus? Like Camera Plus 2, You can. it's got an editing suite built in. Uh, is there anything like that in record?
0: Possibly. I got to dig a little bit more deeply <laughs> with <Okay>. that. <laughs> but, you know, here's the fun... I mean, if you've seen videos that i made, it's not going to come as a surprise, but I don't really do that much editing to them. It's, yeah. I make the videos, I export, and then I trim accordingly. Um, yeah. That, that, that's it. So yeah. uh, any kind of editing. Well, sometimes that's all is needed. Yeah, that's all I'm able to do.
1: <laughs> I have awesome. such an idiot when they, it comes they, to they turn, out, they, they turn out good it turned out good. Um, no, I, I, enjoy watching the videos that you do for the, for the channel and,
0: and, uh, you know, keep doing them <laughs> <laughs> right on. Um, all right. So that's our pick. We are tied between uh, filmic pro and, uh, record. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> what about, um, photo editing? What is your top apps and and which one do you crown for your um, victor in in editing?
1: Okay, Uh, sometimes it depends on, like, okay, now because I shoot raw, sometimes it depends on the nature of the raw file. So uh, if like sometimes I'll just run it through the photos app just, you know, just to do a quick edit on it. Um, but there's times when I'll choose raw power because it does a really good job of bringing it, bringing back the highlights and the shadows, you know, getting the detail back from them. Uh, you know, it has a, you know, the, I mean, it was, if I understand correctly, raw power is made by the, um, some of the team that worked on aperture for the Mac. Right yeah. at Apple. Uh, so it, it's they, They're it's, owned by
0: Halide, It's, it's right? really well done. Pardon me? Halide owns Raw Power, right? No. Nope. No, nope. nope. it is Gentleman Coders.
1: Huh. That's the company. Yeah. Um, now, you may be thinking about Sebastian DeWitt. He worked for Apple before. Yeah. Um, and he was in the design team for some of the skeuomorphic stuff, like, you know, like the, in the notes app, there was stitching and things like that. He was part of that team. If, if memory serves me. Yeah. Um, But the, the guys that are, that do raw power, they worked on aperture that for the Mac. And of course, as we know, it's been long gone now, but, um, but there's a raw power for the Mac too. But um, so there's times when, if the raw file is challenging where it has some, Really blown out highlights and really dark dark shadows to the point where you think all detail is lost. It does a pretty good job of bringing them back. Yeah. Um, sometimes I will play around with darkroom, uh, the vignetting feature. Like I like to put a little vignette on my photos a lot. Um, yeah. A lot of the time, but the vi- the vignette side of darkroom just doesn't do it for me. Yeah, Uh, it, 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 it's supposed to just put a little, you know, frame around the outside of the image. But what it's what I find it does is it takes a lot of the shadow areas and just darkens them down and you lose your your detail again. Yep. Um, So it's it's good for um, individual colors where, like, say, if you got a, a picture in the autumn of the trees and you want to really brighten up the orange of the leaves, it can it can do that. Uh, like you could do, I think there's six or eight different colors that they, you can hone in on. So it's pretty good. But my yeah. go-to is Lumabee. I mean, it's not, you know, it's not a super well known app, but I, it just does, for me, it just does the job and it does it quickly. It's it's good for getting through the process quickly. Um, I love the vignetting that it gives. It, yeah. it's, it's really good. Um, They've, they've released a new version not too long ago that actually does a little better job at bringing back the highlights and the shadows. Um, I kind of I know the guy's disclaimer I, I, I know the guys that are in the Czech Republic um, I've helped them with their App Store uh, like with the English in their App Store entry um, their website. Uh, so if you look at the, about screen in the app, yeah, you're going to see my name, but it's not because I'm on the development team or anything like that. It's just that I've
0: I've, you're a fan of the app and you're, I'm a
1: fan of the app. I'm a real big fan of the app. And, um, like when I got it, it was a paid app. So I bought it. Like, I don't know. I don't even know how I discovered it, but I bought it and it's now free. It's just go get it. There isn't in-app purchases for some of the filters. There's some filters that are free, some are in-app purchases. Anyway, yeah. Um, but it 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 does a pretty good job of doing raw edits or just normal JPEG edits. Uh, gets you through the process quickly. Uh, I really like it. I, it just really suits my workflow really well. So that's my number one. Um, but you know, I I use Photos app. I use Darkroom. I use Raw Power. I'm not really too much into these other ones like, you know, mixtures and all that stuff. That's not my editing style, but yeah. you know, as good as those apps are. But um one app that I cannot be without though with editing is Touch Retouch. Interesting Because it is so good at like if you got a nice shot of uh, of a landscape and all of a sudden you, you discover that you got a power line going through it. Yeah. It takes it <laughs> out and it's so good at that um it it's a it's a really good app it's it's something that i've always keep in my arsenal i guess you could say
0: my um so i have the tried and true uh the apps uh snapseed that is like kind of always in my uh in my photo bag for editing um photoshop express I got to say, has done a great job of improving their editing, uh, but it's kind of one of those where it's like, eh, if if I have to do a lot of work, I'm probably going to throw it into Photoshop. And eh, it, it, again, it, it's it's fine. They did so much. Now they have like a lot of the computational stuff handled, where it, it, it will separate the foreground and the background and stuff. And I don't know if that's really because of the uh, LiDAR scanner that it's able to do that so well now automatically without even being asked. Like if I want to, again, I took a picture of the dogs in front of the Christmas tree. Yeah. I was able to, it it was asking me, do I want to edit the foreground or the background and showing the mask already in place? It's like, that's really cool. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't make them my number one. Um, And again, I don't particularly shoot raw. That's just not what I like to do on the iPhone yet. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, So it comes down to two apps for me. Um, Raw power enticed me because in addition for me being an iPhone photographer, I'm also very big into Fujifilm. That, right. that is my primary camera system that I use professionally for wedding photography, for uh, any kind of uh, portrait photography. That is the camera system that I use uh, and some landscape, but believe it or not, landscape photography, I'm half and half in, Fuji film and have out, an, you know, Fujifilm and iPhone photography. The reason why I would use iPhone more than the Fuji is because after doing it, using the Fuji's for wedding and portraits so much that I kind of want to take a break from that camera system and then I pick up this one.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's fair.
0: Yeah. But what raw power allows is it brings in they, they've made their own Fujifilm film simulations, and that's awesome! <laughs> yeah, yeah, like mind blown, <laughs> mind blown. You guys, well done. It, it's as far as getting the colors appropriately, and I think it comes close enough. Now, the Fujifilm film simulations are not one-to-one with the the film simulations that they're simulating themselves so like yeah the velvia on the i uh, on the the fujifilm camera isn't quite one-to-one with actual velvia 50 film right but it has that spirit of that film yeah in the film and simulation.
1: with your with your fuji cameras you could put that look on there before the shot is that correct
0: Correct. You select yeah, okay. the film simulation beforehand and you want the camera to do the processing
1: yeah. because
0: if you do it in post-production using um, like Lightroom or something, it's not quite the same. In fact, yeah. if you take a raw photo with Fuji, a Fujifilm camera, you can add the film simulation and post-production by attaching your camera to the computer. And using software uh, on the computer that will use the camera's engine to process the photo. Oh, really? So you're still Uh, using the camera because the camera itself processes it in a very unique way. Yeah, Um, yeah. So you don't want to lose that. Um, So it Mm -hmm. seems like an extra step, but it's really doing a, a, a good job in rendering the photo. That being said, Raw Power does a decent job, um, I would say, in, in rendering the Fujifilm film simulations. I mean, yeah, since we don't have Fujifilm doing it, it's kind of like the next best thing, however, yeah. they are my runner up oh. because there was somebody <laughs> <laughs> after I, I love the Fujifilm film simulations, but there's one thing that. I hold near and dear um because I never got to do it in real life and that's shoot in kodachrome kodachrome is a uh, is a look that I have loved since I was a kid without knowing that I'm enjoying kodachrome style photos um yeah. I I was a big fan of like na- the National Geographic photos uh, news photos, and, and and only afterwards, like the the Steve McCurry photos, uh, yeah. and, and other well-known photographers, when they used Kodachrome, like like that, I was a, finally able to you know when I became a photographer, I was finally able to put that you know knowledge to to use, like oh wow, mm-hmm. that's Kodachrome, that's what Kodachrome does, holy crap. I'd love to... Oh, it's discontinued. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> oh, well. I mean, I named my dog Kodachrome. <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, what does that mean for film sims? Um, Viscocam this year uh, just made... Uh, they, they did this... Reverse engineering process that, that was highlighted on Petapixel uh, and some other uh, websites. That their their process. I think it took a few years to to reverse engineer the the color science behind Kodachrome, and they studied old photos. They studied old films that they had uh, the expired films. Um, like like they studied old slides uh, of Kodachrome photos and they did their best to match it up with how the iPhone will take the photo. And they finally put it into their subscription service, which argh, killed yeah. me a little bit. But you know <laughs> oh. what? I I signed up for it. The moment I found out that they did... If they're able to put that much work into Kodachrome, yeah. then you know what, that that deserves a few bucks from me. And, and so I, me, the person who hates subscription services, yeah. has <laughs> applied for the subscription service just so I could use Kodachrome on, on, on the iPhone. And so ViscoCam, yeah. that is my number one pick, uh, editing software. And and that surprises me,
1: that does. That, I, I, I had no idea that, like I knew you liked the film sims, but I didn't know that you were that passionate about Kodachrome and so much so that you would pay the
0: subscription for it. <laughs> it's, it's kind of like, I'm pretty sure it's like, it's the grass is always green, greener. You remember, yeah. You're remember, Your remembering of history is probably more than what actually happened. In, right. Yeah. I, I mean, maybe that'll fade, but. I don't know. I just love the look of it. Like it, it yeah. is, there's just something about it that really speaks to you. And even now with, with ViscoCam, cam, I mean, I'm not shooting film much anymore, so it's still not true satisfaction, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's close enough. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. With, with, with what I'm, with all the crap that's happening in 2020, it's like, you know what it's fine. this is close yeah. enough. well done boys right. you did, you yep. did well, yep <laughs> um, so yeah. it was a tough one and, and, and I really thought raw power was going to do it until until they came out with Kodachrome. and it's like, you know what balls in your court raw power can yep. you do the same and uh yeah Let's see I, I hope got. so, and hey, while we're at it, raw power um. Hey, Fujifilm released a bunch of other uh film sims. Get on it. <laughs> I want classic yeah. negative. Oh yeah. Where is it? Why not? I yeah. want that update. <laughs> yep.
1: So, well, but you know, but just real quick, like when I, when I, if anybody's been doing photography long enough to be to have shot film like I have and like you have um I used to shoot There was two, well, three, I guess, that I really, really liked. Kodak Gold, 400. Yep. And 100, I guess, for that matter. But another Kodak film that I really loved was Kodak Ektar 25. It was so sharp and and so nice to use as long as you had the light or or a tripod. Yep. And then the other one was Fuji Riala. I loved what it got for Landscape. Yeah, the greens that that extra green layer in the in the emulsion it just really bring it bring out the trees and grass and whatnot in, in a landscape. So, um, I I can relate as a, you know with your your passion for these these film scenes. So I I can
0: relate. So, just to kind of give you a background for for me, um, I, I'm in my mid forties. My film ex, but my film exposure, so to speak. Mm-hmm pun intended um, was <laughs> back in the reporting days um, where they would, we would all have camera point and shoot cameras. They would, we had candy bowls full of black and white photography, uh, black and white film uh, that, you know, we just throw into the point and shoot cameras that we would use just in case. And the, the professionals had the color film. Oh Yeah um because you know budget um so right the the kodak t max films is something that's near and dear to me um, yeah that black and white mm, just like this great rich black and white that i yeah. i love dirt cheap at the time mm-hmm. i think but man I, I loved some of the photos that i took with that and yeah. i finally found a light room um preset that will allow me to use like different variations of T Max. And oh, I nice. use that in my wedding photography now. Oh really. That's yeah. cool. It's uh so I, I've I've itched that one with the with the black and white. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. cool. Cool. So yes, we have for photo editing on my side disco cam because the sole reason is because of Kodachrome, And for you <laughs> It is uh, what was Luma it Lumabee. Luma yeah, Luma tried and true, right on.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. All right, so let's let's talk about hardware now. I the the obvious one is the iPhone. That one we we can say you know this is our hardware choice of the year. <laughs> yeah. But is there anything else that comes to mind when, when, for for hardware side? That, that impressed you this year or that you got this year? Um, I didn't really
1: acquire anything this year. Um, so I guess I would have to say, you know, what piece of hardware have I used this year that, you know, it, it might as well just say it's probably one of my favorite pieces. And I'd have to say that, that that's the, um, the moment macro lens. Yeah. I, I just love shooting macro with it. Um, can't do it with my new phone yet. Uh, I had uh, the that little moment lens mount that clips onto the phone, but it was such a pain to use. And Sorry yeah. moment, but it was. It was a pain to use because you're spending more time trying to get the lens lined up with, with the camera yeah. than you are actually shooting. So I sent it back and now I'm waiting for, and, and I really didn't want another case. That's why I bought the lens mount because yeah. I wanted to, I've got the Apple leather case for the phone and that was the only case I wanted to buy, but darn it. I want to use my moment lenses. So I ordered the moment thin case, which is a almost, you know, about as thin as this. And it has the, uh, the, uh, the, the lens mount thing that pops in and out. Yep. Um, and I'm waiting for it to, to arrive. I'm not sure. I don't think it's even shipped yet, so I'm not sure when I'm going to get it, but I got it. It's Indigo blue or whatever. So it's very close to this, maybe a little brighter blue than this one. But, uh, um, so, I, I guess that case could be considered, you know, a piece of hardware, but, um, but it's for the moment lenses and the, the uh, the, the macro is probably my favorite because I can go out in my backyard and I can get lost for an hour. Yeah. Shooting ants on our Rose of Sharon tree. Nice. <laughs> you know, It's just so much fun. Um, you know, trying to get that shot, right. It, they're, they're so quick and there's not much depth of field in the, in the macro lens, like optically it's, it's so yep. shallow. Right. So, um, uh that's probably my my favorite piece of hardware you know besides the phone like you said the phones are obvious it's it's uh, yeah oh, that's a whole other show but um but yeah the, the moment macro's got to do it for me and the other lenses are good
0: too but i i, I really do think like so. the macro i think so i i got to say um uh, for stills i think the macro lens still has value on the uh, on on the iPhone Mm -hmm. because it's the one thing that can't really be camera plus two does a great job of simulating macro. Yeah. But you get more with the actual lens. And I think that's where moment shines. Um, like I remember you showed me, uh, a, a photo of the, using the telephoto lens on the telephoto lens of the iPhone and yeah. you're, yes, you're able to get pretty, you know, bring in, you know, the, that, that very far object, very close to you, but it's at a loss. Like that center focus is great, but that starts, you know, you get diminishing returns the further you get to the edge. I have to test that though
1: again, Mark, because those pictures that you saw were taken through a double pane paying window. Yeah. Right? I was in the house and I was, I took a picture of my vehicle and it was about probably 60 feet away, roughly. And so I took one with just the wide camera nothing, no lens on it. And then the telephoto camera, I think it was with no lens and then the, the moment telly 58 millimeter lens on the 65 millimeter camera of the max. Yeah. Which I guess equates to what uh, 58 and 125 or 123 or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, It really brought it in nice. Yeah. So I'm, I'm anxious to try it out, you know, outside somewhere where there's no window in between. That's going to, you know, kind of mess things up. But uh but yeah, you're you're right. That those particular images, they were soft on the edges and things like that. So yeah, I'll be curious to see how
0: it works out. So for stills photography, like I, I got to thinking about this. I'm like, ah, they're pointless now. But I think they're only I think they're losing their strength as a stills camera. I think they will still hold value for Video, because that's where you don't really need, you know, that that crazy amount of sharpness or or anything like that. I think video will still be useful with these lenses. Um, Yeah. Well, because too, especially the anamorphic lenses. Their anamorphic lenses. Oh yeah, good. Yeah.
1: But the video actually it only uses a part of the sensor, right? It's not using the whole sensor. So the edges that may, may get soft, they're non-existent in video because the video, like even if you shoot 4k, it's not using the whole sensor. Yeah. Right. So, you know, that, that helps.
0: Possibly. Uh, Like I, 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 again, I, I'm not, I don't know the science behind it. I know some of it is cropped. It's definitely cropped for stability and all that other stuff. But uh, yeah. I, I and, and if you're using the telephoto and you're photo, you're filming somebody. Mm-hmm. The reason why you would use it is to, to photograph somebody, you know, a, a nice close-up. Yeah, um, that could still work. I think. Um, I don't know. We'll see. So yeah, th- it's it's is it still viable? Yeah, I think they're getting less viable. Uh, i think you know if you if you're on the fence and don't know if you should or shouldn't you you don't have to you know just see what you could do with just the lenses on the camera yeah and if they work well and if you still need a little more sure but yeah eh... I, Follow I, me on Twitter s- to
1: see what I put on there about it. <laughs> yeah. Know, Cause I'll I'll be I'll be putting some stuff out there when, once I get the case and you know I'll be sharing some stuff of, of what my
0: findings are and whatnot. So But I wasted like so much money. Like I have Oh I know, um, right? Like I have cases that I still have from other stuff. I have like the beast grip metal frame, and it's like Yeah. <laughs> like well, that's why I, I didn't want to buy stuff? all these
1: cases all of this time right I yeah. wanted
0: one case and like i'm done with, with that stuff um unless i'm going to like the only one that really will strike me is that anamorphic lens and even then it's like mm-hmm. eh, i can do i really need that kind of lens flare do i really need to jj abrams up tiny shutter videos. How does
1: or... the gold flare appeal to you? They've got the new lens version with the gold flare. The notes. gold
0: flare. I mean, they both <laughs> look fine. Like, like yeah. no, I, you know what? I, I actually watched their video on that and I see the appeal, uh, mm-hmm. the, the diff, the difference. And it does make sense. And I would probably go with the warmer tone gold version because, Oh yeah. Uh, again, I'm not making star Trek, but, um, yeah like i don't need to do anamorphic yet i don't need to like i could fake it you with, can
1: you could make anamorphic in your editing suite by cropping it
0: out right i mean i mean their point is that you know it's you're all you're doing is cropping it's you're losing detail it's like yeah yeah but you know I'm not going to win an Emmy for my YouTube channel either. Yeah, (laughs) Like, sure. Yeah. Like like if I, if, if things take off and I start doing more, then, then I'll use anamorphic, but you know, it's, I can, I can certainly live without it right now. Yeah. So, so for me, hardware wise, um, I did buy, something lately and I had it here a second ago. Oh my goodness. Where did it? Oh, here we go. I bought a little polarizing, uh, lens, uh, on YouTube, not on YouTube, on Amazon. <laughs> yeah. Saw it and on YouTube probably. <laughs> I didn't. Um, I, 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 you know what? The, the lens that I used to have, um, it just doesn't fit very well. I, I broke the, the the clip, but I bought a smaller one now that will yeah. fit on each lens, like, like on an individual oh, nice. lens. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so, yeah, it's just some cheapo thing that I bought for like 10 bucks. And yeah, I know it's probably not the best lens, but I've paid enough for the damn iPhone.
1: (laughs) I know. (laughs) I hear (laughs) you.
0: It's it's already, it's taken so much from me already. (laughs) Yes. Um, But yeah, it's, that's, that's my hardware pick. I just bought a simple polarizing lens for it. Nothing complicated. It's just something a little extra just to play with. Truth be told, I I bought it because I've been trying to, the, the one thing that i don't like about the iphone uh and this is for any iphone is those little uh lens the green dot the green dots it's in my eyes they're more blue than green but you know it's the, the those little uh light devils yes um yeah
1: and and that's that's a big use for touch free touch for me yeah it's getting rid of them things. Yeah. I, I hear you. Yeah. Uh, because you, was it you or, or maybe it was Matt Hoffman put a picture of, uh, Matt. A, 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 a Matt. Okay. It was a, like a city skyline. And there was some of the, some lights along the bridge that were flipped and yep. up on the other opposite side of the frame. And they just look like, like UFOs. And yeah, it. It, it's, it's maddening at times yeah like i'm sure if you took a picture of your christmas tree you're gonna see a lot of those
0: it depends see i'm still trying to find out why and not, i haven't really found a clear answer why it's happening i mean granted i haven't exactly really dug into it um, yeah yeah but like some christmas tree photos are fine mm-hmm. some aren't like it, it really depends on how you're taking the photos um so I thought a polarizing lens would at least, you know, remove the glare. You know, I thought that might help somehow by adding yeah. another lens element. Maybe it would do something. Um, no, no, it j- didn't. Did, did Jack squat? It still happened. <laughs> <laughs> I am a complete idiot, and <laughs> like just sure. I I thought I could do. I could use magic, and I couldn't. So. You know, yeah, it is what it is.
1: Yeah, it's it's uh, just one of those things of the iPhone camera system. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it is. It's
0: it's been happening since the iPhone Seven. I know that because mm-hmm. I remember seeing an old panoramic photo and wondering what this little blue dot was, and. Uh, you know, I'm sure it's nothing. And it only yeah. escalated from there. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, right. If if Apple couldn't figure out how to get rid of it in that time, you know, it is it is. I have to is. take a quick
1: look here at a night mode shot, like that one I sent you, and see if it's in a night mode picture. Because you know what?
0: I don't think it is. I mean, it's probably doing enough computational stuff to get rid of it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah, you know what? It's not in these night mode pictures that I'm looking at. That's interesting.
0: Hmm. I am... Yeah, I can't... I'll have to give it a try. I'm not in the right conditions right now to even trigger night mode right but uh Hmm. right on man i think we uh i think we solved it i think we we picked our uh the the best of um anything else that you wanted to bring up like any honorable mentions um
1: well i think there's one that uh and I think you have used this as well um on your ipad and for video editing that's lumafusion
0: lumafusion is
1: just it, awesome it it is it's 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 a it's a hard one to learn um it's somebody hard put a question
0: because not because of the software it's because of the hardware it's on, yeah. Yeah,
1: iPad would be probably a lot easier to use. Um, it's not than it would like, be on the phone.
0: Part, so my problem with the iPhone and iPad, I'm still not a fan of their file structure. They've done improvements, not quite there yet, as far as oh, yeah. like everything goes. Like I still mentally can't make that transition, even though I can use my mouse and stylus and all that stuff mm-hmm. just getting stuff onto the ipad and then getting it off the ipad that's really hard yeah. like i'm just i can't do it um and i that sucks because i love luma fusion uh but apple still has a little ways to go and so do i to to make that transition um I really wish they would make a Mac desktop version. Oh, um, that would be so cool. So this is where um the, the the new silica silicon or however you're saying it for for the yep. Macs yeah, this the has M1 chips because you're able to use some uh I think you can still use the, the the iPhone iPad apps on the desktop?
1: Yeah, there's a feature on the on the on those new Macs called Rosetta, I think yeah. it's called. Where I'm not sure if the iOS developer has to flick a switch and say, okay, you can you can you can port this over to your Mac or oh gosh, I'm not I'm not hundred percent sure how it works. But yeah, you can. There are some apps that you can actually use on your Mac, and they're they're running basically native iOS, like like say Snapseed, for instance. I don't know if there's a Mac app for it or not, but um, if if it's enabled, you can run Snapseed on your Mac. Um, yeah. I'm not sure what apps are capable of working like that right now because I don't have an M1 Mac, and likely won't have one for quite some time. But um, but yeah, that's that's. If LumaFusion turns on that feature or whatever so that they can work that on the Mac, wow, that'll be that'll be huge.
0: That is when that that is what I'm most interested in. That yeah. has I will sell my iPad and buy an an iPad Air. Um because or a MacBook Air. It, that, that's what I meant to say, uh, MacBook yeah. Air. Uh, yeah, because that is like the the amount of video work I do is very minimum. So the the the, the Mac uh, you know the MacBook Air will be able to handle it just fine. Oh, uh, easily. Yeah, the photo editing that I do is all all Lightroom and stuff. So that that'll be fine. Like it it it'll just be a dream, and being able to like yeah. have such a powerhouse. Uh, my only thing is, do I wait to, for the, for the next generation, or just, you know, we'll see how business is in twenty twenty one. First of all, yeah, like yeah, because I what need I've to been hearing, book Mark, a few more weddings.
1: I, yeah, <laughs> because because what I've been hearing is is there's been some issues with um like compatibility issues with the first generation, like the M one Max, like. I've
0: also heard too, that there could be an M one X. Yeah. So yeah, this, I, I, and again, we're not even into the, like the, the, the IMAX yet. Like, like no, the, that's probably what I'm going to wait, going to wait for is oh, yeah. an, an IMAX. Nice big screen. And yeah, that's probably where I, I will get it. But yeah, that's, that's what I want to see. Um, Mm-hmm. and so we'll see where it goes right on so that's yeah i i don't have any honorable mentions myself um i think uh i think apple really reinvigorated my interest in iphone photography with night mode on, on the iphone 12 pro max i really yeah. wish they would name him better but all <laughs> yeah, <I> right, <laughs> that's neither here nor there um, Yeah my my first impressions uh again, you could find uh on the channel um yeah i i i think l- let's meet up again uh at, at sometime right after the new year to give our like a few month impressions after you know
1: mm-hmm.
0: see how we're still. Getting along with the iPhone. There is one complaint I have on the iPhone. Oh yeah. So on the the the, the right here, that flashlight button. Yeah. Hate that thing. Oh yeah.
1: Oh yeah. You know what? I know exactly where you're going with this because sometimes I've pulled my phone out of my pocket and the darn flashlight's on or the light's on.
0: No, it, I can't get it to turn on. Like I, I, you, you oh. need to use haptic like you need to press down on this thing to, to make it work. Yeah. And I don't know. Yeah, how. It's not to like adjust. the
1: 10 S the 10 S had 3d touch. Yeah. Right? And, and this one does not have that. And that, that drives me nuts because I used to use 3d touch all the time for selecting text. You know, you can deep press and drag. doesn't work. Now you have to, place your cursor and then double tap on a word and then drag the oh it's just it's a pain i would bring it back
0: like but like i can't always deep press it with my thumb i want it to just you know let me just tap this thing and turn on like you know a touch interface i don't want to mm-hmm. touch it i'm like just let me just let me just touch it and turn on i don't <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I don't want it to pretend like it's a flash as i click oh it's on it's like a real flashlight no if i wanted a real flashlight i'd get a real flashlight i got yeah. an iphone yeah i want them i just want to tap it and it'll turn on god damn it <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah it's it's uh it's different gonna it
0: take some getting used to for sure yeah but anyway man Awesome having you back on uh, to talk about all the, all the goods and services that Apple has allowed us to indulge in and complain endlessly about. Yes.
1: <laughs> uh, well, thanks for having me on. It's been, it's been
0: an awesome chat. I, it's been great chatting about this stuff and uh, man, tell the world where they can find you on the web, man.
1: Okay. You can find me on Twitter at Macmillan photo on Instagram, Macmillan underscore photo, and you can uh, check out the iPhoneography podcast at Um That will take you to the original website, which is ArtfulIPC.com. But um, so either either one of those addresses will get you there. And um, uh, yeah, all my online links are at uh, About.me/McMillan. So it's M C M I L L A N. So. And if you do uh, a search yeah. for
0: iPhonography on any podcasting app. You're going to find yeah. it and uh, definitely subscribe to it because it's free and awesome. And, uh, Oh, my dog is choking on something back there. Chrome is trying to go to sleep, but she keeps uh, chewing on stuff there. Um, yeah. Uh, it, it's, it, it's, it's a great uh, podcast and um, I, I can't wait to, be on it once this ho- once this year ends and this holiday is over
1: yeah yeah we'll, we'll look at sometime <laughs> in January you know right um, we record about uh every two weeks if we can so um actually we're recording tomorrow night and uh um so Dave and I are gonna yammer on about something iPhone photography related so
0: <laughs> sounds good man all right and uh, of course you can find me Mark Sadowski on I uh yeah iTunes um uh, on Instagram uh, at Mark Sadowski, Mark with a C. Uh, same with uh, Twitter, uh, and of course, you're already listening to this either on iTunes or YouTube. So, yay! Uh, like and subscribe. <laughs> so, yep. <laughs> uh, until next time, uh, I want I, I hope everybody has a a great holiday, uh, whatever one you're celebrating. Merry Christmas. Yep uh happy hanukkah um and uh just happy holidays to everybody and uh and be safe stay safe
1: stay safe yeah yes
0: stay safe and uh we'll see you soon